Excited to have Amber Rabo here from Chenier Energy to join Talent Talks today. Amber, um, you know, thank you very much for joining us. Well, I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and, and um, you know, we're looking forward to talking about talent pipelining. Um, you know, I, I've heard you speak a little bit about what that means, and I thought it'd be a great topic for the audience. And so, Amber, what is what does talent pipelining mean to you guys at Chenier, and, and how do you go about it? Yeah, well. Maybe just to give you a tiny bit of context as to why Talent Pipeline and what the heck we're up to. Um, so we're a liquid natural gas company based in Houston, Texas. Um, I don't know how much you know about us, but um, LNG is a fairly new industry here in the US of A. And we had to import a bunch of talent in order to get our, our plants up and running to start with. From there, we've worked real hard to make sure that we're able to um, train employees to have the skills that we need and as a, as a means to get there, we've had to really take a look both inside and out at our talent, up and down, to figure out what do we have, where are our strengths, where do we still need to pull in some talent from some other places, and um, to ensure that, that we've got business sustainability in the long term. And, and, and again, for us too, the other piece of that business case is not just building great technical talent that's a bit scarce in the U.S., but also um, we got a lot of competition coming on. So while LNG um, is fairly new and we were the first ones in the lower 48 to be doing it, we got a whole lot of um, competition coming on at our heels. And so we got to make sure that we have always got a stockpile of talent ready to go um, to fill positions as we continue to grow. No, so um, for yeah. us, you know, it, it's really um, evolved in many, many ways. And um, it really, I guess the foundation of it started with some of our campus recruiting efforts and our intern programming. Um, and then in addition, we've evolved it out to include some apprenticeship um, programs. We've got some com community involvement programs going on now as well. And um, just continue to seek alternative opportunities to, to building talent that can feed our needs. Oh, that's great. You know, maybe can you dive in a little bit deeper? So if, if you set up your talent pipelining program what were those key fundamentals and what were two or three details for each one of them that made them effective? Yeah, so, you know, I think really the thing that has been most valuable to us is having our executives see the vision and why we need it. And so um, we were so fortunate that early on we were able to build what we call a, a talent pipeline committee that is based um, entirely by senior executives, them providing us direction and support for the different areas that we want to go and seek out talent. And, um, you know, again, kind of going back to the campus recruiting intern program, there was a point that that program was at risk at Chenier, but our executives got behind it. Um, now we, um, back to just this past summer, even in a virtual environment, hosted 42 students from 16 different universities and gave them a, a, a fantastic experience. This has been one of our best pipelines to be able to provide fresh new talent um, to our to our um, business every year for the past five, seven years. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, another one, and this one's fairly new, it's only been since 2019, is the apprenticeship program. And we've partnered with a couple of technical colleges at um, in the communities in which we have plant locations. And we've um, basically provided a great means for them to get on the job experience that leads to 
um, full-time employment, assuming they complete their educational requirements and do a good job when they're on the ground with us. Um, that too, especially for some of our tech, more technical types of jobs has been extremely, extremely successful. So you're getting the ground root, you're getting kind of those grassroots, get them before other people can get them. Are, are there ways that you're separating yourself to that target market to kind of get them attached to your brand early? Uh, we, yeah, we try to. Um, we've got a handful of different strategies that we're, we're underway with. Some of it is exactly what you said. It's around branding. So how do we get out there from a LinkedIn perspective? How do we get out there in the community so that the community knows who we are and are attracted and know that we're a great employer? Um, in addition, we've really tried to build up our social media presence by way of Facebook, Instagram, and all these other um, different apps and tools that those, the, those students would be attracted to. So yeah, really trying to um, get, the, get the word out that Chenier is the place to be. No, that's awesome. How about, um, you're, you're kind of pipelining to get them into your door. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything now? You got that younger talent in your door. What's the succession planning or yeah. career pathing game plan that you have to kind of develop them and, and move them forward? Yeah, no, that's actually a, a super question. And in fact, one of our other great programs that we've got that's served as a really super um, opportunity for them, it's, it's actually a rotational program. And um, it's uh, comprised of four six-month rotations across different parts of the business. And um, while it's application-based and we do accept students that are coming in fresh from Chenier, we oftentimes end up getting some of our former interns interested in that program. So it just continues the learning and the opportunity for them to grow and develop at Chenier. Those rotational opportunities are full-time positions when they come in. And then at the conclusion of their program, they get placed into a department that um, is a good fit where we need them and where their skill sets um, make sense. And, what, and when you say a rotational program, it means they're kind of like, uh, give us a little more detail on that. What does that look like for the, for the person? Yeah, so basically they spend six months in any given department before they're picked up and moved into another department. And we really do try to understand where their interest areas lie because we have a lot of departments that are interested in having these students in their, in their um, different areas. So, you know, it could range from anywhere like gas supply to the finance organization, accounting, strategy. They really have opportunities. We even had um, a handful that we've sent to London to go get an international experience during their rotation. Wow, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm guessing it's do the students or the people feel like they they're empowered to learn a lot of different things that get them going towards the right direction internally Absolutely. with you. Yeah, one of one of my favorite things about Chenier, and really this was there before um, I got there um, more than five years ago, is uh, it's our our managers really appreciate learners, and um, you know it doesn't matter whether. Um, it's some of our high school students, which is another pipeline we've got by way of a couple of community engagement programs, or if it's college students or rotational um, program students, um, they're really treated as, as members of our team and get exposure to things that they probably wouldn't have dreamt of. No, that's awesome. I think that's yeah. really good. And it seems like your talent acquisition process is really synced up with your talent development um, piece. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you, you alluded to it earlier about, you know, like talent reviews and um, succession planning. Um, many of these processes and practices weren't in existence um, just, you know, 
five years ago, but now that we have that data, we are able to look much more closely and be much more rigorous around, you know, what does our current talent snapshot look like? Um, what do our people aspire to be? What opportunities are there? And how can we get them, them aligned? Um, we're fortunate too, because we're a fairly small company. We're only 1600 people where we can still have really robust conversations about individual people um, and how we work to develop them. And to also understand when we take a look at our talent profiles, do we have gaps that we know we need to use our talent acquisition team to get out in the marketplace and search it out. So um, by way of the talent analytics and data that we've been able to gather the past handful of years, um, gotten much more strategic about how we can do things. How do you, how do you gather the feedback from the, the individuals? Is there a quarterly reviews? Is it surveys? What, what do you use? Um, for talent purpose, it's a handful of things. Um, yes, we do quarterly reviews. Um, we also have online tools where employees are able to um, not only fill out their own profiles, talent profiles, their interests and in their development, um, but it's also a repository for us to be able to search and, and to be able to see who wants to do what, what their skill sets look like, who might be the right folks that we need to talk to for any given opportunity. Um, but then, of course, too, even within department levels, you know, our talent reviews are very robust. Our business partners um, are our best friends when it comes to thinking about how we're going to fill our talent needs as well. And um, in general, I just think, you know, between the technology and the data we're able to gather, as well as what we know and the relationships that we've got um, with our management team that we're able to put these things in order to get the best outcomes. That's really good. I, I, I like what you're doing. And you're, you're at that cusp of like being a big, big company, but you're not quite yeah. there yet, but you're able to kind of get the best of both worlds. You have a it sounds like you have a talent plan that's like a Fortune 100 company, but you have the personality and communication capabilities of, of not that size of an organization. So that's really, really good feedback. And I think for companies that are scaling, these yeah. are the things that they got to be thinking about in their people strategy as they move up in that headcount um, standpoint. How can you how can you do it the right way? So. Um, Amber, it was really good stuff right here. I think these are some really good nuggets that people should be uh, should be thinking about from a talent pipelining and management perspective. So we thank you, thank you and appreciate your time today. Thank you. You as well. Take care.